and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever, first ever. Thank you very much. Historic. Yes, this is a show that we've had an argument over literally just there about what we're going to name it. So far, we've had no name. Basically, we're going to be here talking about Scottish indie wrestling. Oh, yeah. So, I am your host today. I am Quacko. Joining me is... I am the Bath Bomb Princess, the historic Sarah Grieve. I don't know. I didn't get my nicknames. Fine name. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you had your chance. I know. That ship has sailed. <laughs> anyway. So, as you can tell, we've just had a few arguments. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say arguments. But no, they're heated debates. Heated debates. Heated debates. In a cold room. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're... We're, we're here to talk about Scottish indie wrestling. Woohoo! Yay! Now, just before we get into the crooks of it, just a bit of housekeeping. We we already tell that you're already subscribed to Patreon if you're hearing this booming voice right now. That's all well and good. But also, make sure you're subscribed to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Suplex Retweet. Join in the conversation. Also, if you'd like to suggest a name for this show, please do hit us up because right now we're just having an argument. <laughs> I want this one. No, I want this I one. I know. Basically, Help us out, people. Basically, we're going to be talking about Scottish indie wrestling. We're going to actually upload it as as untitled yet. Just name us up. Yeah. Exactly. Untitled Scottish Wrestling Indie Podcast. Yes. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's at Suplex Retweet. Get subscribed on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify and all good Android podcasting sites for our weekly shows and interviews with some of the very best across the world. Ooh. I can say that now because we have interviewed a few people across the world. I know, right? Exactly. Look at us all being all fancy. I know. Sorry, <laughs> I just dropped my tape. I have a thing Don't recently. throw the tape I at know, me. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out to arm's <laughs> reach. It's the same one that you threw at Dave as well. I know. It's definitely not a ball of tape. <laughs> I'm quite an angry person, it's not nice. Anyway, Sarah, are we good to go? Oh, we are good to go, Cracker. Right. So what we are basically doing, we, uh, Sarah and I, we go to quite a few shows across Scotland. Well, I say across Scotland, across the Central Belt. Yeah, it's very, very hard for us to travel like exactly. up and down. I mean, we went to Aberdeen once. Well, you went to Aberdeen twice, but twice. I, I went to Aberdeen once. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go any further than that. Basically, <laughs> if you've ever lived in Scotland, which I assume you have, Scotland's a bit of a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Yes. So they should really just repackage the islands around Glasgow or something. Because not near Edinburgh, because nobody likes Edinburgh. Anyway. I don't even like Edinburgh. There we go. <laughs> there we go. My, my, I rest my case. So in that case, let's first go to Edinburgh. For <laughs> right. Sarah, Discovery Wrestling. Wow. I love disco. Yes. Right. So recently what's been happening... I think the talk of Discovery has been, it's got to be Sugar Duncanton and The Undertaker. Oh my god. <laughs> what an epic rivalry that has been. I, I just love how the story has, <laughs> although it's been over a year and they've not met initially at the start, there's always been that continuation of the story. Yes, yes. And it's in such a cool, funny way. I love it. Uh, I don't think you can get much better than it. I mean,. How, how did it originally start again? Because it's been so long, and I'm sitting yes. going, 
How did this even start out before, like, the, the lumberjack match? It, that was a thing. So, like, we had the lumberjack match. And I think that's where it all kind of stemmed from. Because they were both just challenged to one another. And they put out some promos. I mean, even remember, we interviewed Sugar Dunkerton just before... Uh, that show. Oh my god, yes. And we bumped into Gene Money at the back and we asked him, should we ask Sugar a question on your behalf? What did he say? What are you going to do when you, uh, uh, after you die? After you, essentially, what are you going <laughs> to do after you die? Which was in the most humorous way ever. Uh-huh. I mean, we're on a show, we're trying to keep it light, but that was just too funny. We asked him, <laughs> Shook was like, I mean, that's to be determined yet. He said, either way, we're going to have a party because A, if he wins, he'll have a party. Mm-hmm. B, he does not want a funeral. He just wants a party. So, in a way, thankfully, Shook didn't die. <laughs> Unfortunately, Gene Money did die that day and became a zombie. But he then reincarnated in January and became the Mundertaker. I mean, it's just the fact that it's, it's like, I'm sitting there going, hold up a minute. Like, see the end of that match. Mm-hmm. First of all, when Gene gets bitten by the, the zombies that are very tame while running around the ring, unless they spot someone. I mean, little Jimmy died in the first five minutes of that match and became yeah. a zombie. Mm-hmm. Like, not five minutes, he, he died. And we're like, oh, so, that's it, there's no hope left in life. Gene sacrificed Because he sacrificed them to the zombie lords. That's what happened. Yeah. Just to try and hold on a little bit longer. But then, just while he was waiting for the zombie virus to take over, Thriller happened. Just as you do. Mm-hmm. Just like casually turned into the actual Michael Jackson video. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, right? So, we, we've, we've talked in the past about zombie apocalypse and all that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> What would you do? Hit us up on that Suplex routine. What would you do? Like, let's be honest, let's be real. I am not a runner. Yeah, not same. The only thing I can maybe do is do a few punches, but that's not going to get me anywhere no. if you've got like a gang of them. I may get punched like one or two of them, <laughs> but I mean, like, what's the point? So the only thing I've got, I, I like to think I've got a bit of rhythm in me. So maybe I'll just throw up some dance moves and hope. Like, kind of like the mask when he's got some yeah. rhythm in the cops. I'll just hope I can do something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. But it's, it was a fact, like, just, it was just that. And it was a small, quirky stuff that was going on in the middle of the match. It's like, no, comparing them to chicken. <laughs> yep, there. That was, that was <laughs> There you go. That was the best bit. And it's a fact that, like... Sorry, I'm a bit of a chicken fiend. It's just the fact that it was the line of he is white meat, he is full of protein, and that's the they start, uh, they start running to him. Oh. <laughs> and then they will, he's dark meat, he's tender and juicy, which is like the leg of the chicken, which is true. Start running to him. And I'm like, that that's just genius. Uh, and then it was just there was one more thing, and then it's like, but his name is Sugar. And you're like <laughs> he's literally sweet. And you're you're just sitting there going I never thought I would hear this in a wrestling match. As Shook would say in the back, we're going to get into some hood rat shit. <laughs> I love Shook. But yeah, like, and then January, you, I don't think anyone ever expected the Mundertaker to ever no. happen. Like, we were waiting to find out who was going to be. It was Martina, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah we were waiting. Uh, we were wondering because, like, we had already seen Gene versus Martina uh, in July at Discovery, which was again one of the most hilarious things, and my dream had finally come true. 
of seeing Jean versus Martina. But you, you don't expect it. And like, I'm sitting there with two people who train at Source, so one being Luke Matthews, who is the biggest Undertaker fan ever. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see this guy at a show, <laughs> he is usually straight faced, he does not react unless it is something epic that really gets him. But as soon as that music hit, I seen him turn into a wee fangirl. Actually popping and yeah. jumping and actually clapping and he's sitting there nearly crying. Is and this crying? is this is a really, really tough guy. And look, if you do ever end up listening to this, I do apologise for throwing you under the bus, but that's kind of my thing. I can imagine another person that would be loving it and they would be Lewis Garvin. Oh yeah. Because The Undertaker is his all-time favourite. Oh, yeah. like, he, he just loves. You can just imagine him. He's probably, he's probably like backstage at Discovery. Gene's just walking around. And he's like, the Undertaker's here. <laughs> <laughs> just Lewis in his prime. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> and it's funny you say like because earlier today I watched a random wrestling match that came up on YouTube. Sometimes it just happens. And of all the matches to come up, it was the Anti Fun Police with Session Moth Martina fighting <laughs> against Morden Height. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just the recipe and what was so funny Martina was with anti-fun police because she was serving communities yep. here <laughs> yep <laughs> okay and you've got to love that girl and she's the discovery women's champion and yes. you're like yes what kind of madness when, when it's Martina that is the champion we've seen our session moth we've seen our session goth oh yeah with Jimmy Havoc we, we've seen our as, <laughs> With uh, Chief Deputy Don and Los Federales Santos <laughs> Jr. as well in the Antifon Police. Now we see her fighting the Mundertake. Uh, Brilliant stuff. Yes. And yes, and she also won the Disco Derby. Yes. Which was a first time historic ever event. Yeah, All women's Disco Derby. You actually covered this on your All Women's show. Yes, three. I did. Yes, I did. Me, Courtney, Lauren, Stacey all discussed it. Mm-hmm. We were all there. I mean, they say it was a 15 women, but it was only 14 because Nina Samuels refused to even enter the match. If Nina Samuels is listening, still count as 15. Yeah. I mean, she still stakes her claim to that number one contendership as well. I mean, why not? Um, why not? Why not? See, I've always been taught in life, if you're going to say something or bullshit your way, go all in. <laughs> just go don't, for don't, it. Don't, don't half-arse it, just go all in. You have to. Oh, yeah. You just have to. So, yes, recently they also had a loser loses their soul batch after... <laughs> Yes, it's Loser Loses Their Soul after The Undertaker came back and was taunting for a shug. It's that voice. That voice was just something else. (laughs) I was buckled. I was buckled with laughter. He's like, sorry, I've lost my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Just talking. It's like, hey, I could have sworn that guy sounds like Gene Money. Mm -hmm. I could have sworn. Yes, so Discovery Wrestling have got their... You're going to notice a theme, and the theme is December 1st. Now, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, so Discovery have got a Christmas, their Christmas disco, oh, yeah. which is a lot of good fun. Um, already confirmed on the card, if I could just get the card up. Well, I know. I know one match um, is going to be the debut of Cody Hall taking on Glasgow's very own BT Gun. Nice. And then another confirmed match 
for the wide division championship. Recently, new champion crowned at the last show, uh, Joe Hendry. Local hero. Our local hero from Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And also signed with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Such a good guy. Is taking on former champion Joe Coffey in a steel cage match. Now, is this a first time steel cage match? I think so. Cause how could you get a steel cage in the jam house? True. Oh my god. It makes me kind of gutted that I am actually missing that show. We've got... <laughs> December first is we got spoiled for choices. Got to send you. Oh yeah, everyone, everyone is spoiled for choice on December first. I mean, I, I re- saw a tweet yesterday, and, and it's from Susie Barnett, who's a listener of the show. Said, "Can wrestling promoters just have like a WhatsApp group and plan <laughs> <laughs> stuff?" Yeah, Which make sure so d- make sure shows don't clash. Mm-hmm. It's only really started happening this year, though. Mm-hmm. Like, because then again, like I, c- I can't really say much. I'm quite new to like the whole Scottish wrestling scene, but. Not a lot of shows clash on the same day. I think there's maybe been two or three times, like an ICW show and a Reckless show. Mm-hmm. But Reckless always running in the afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. Disco, yeah, they do tend to run in the afternoon, but it doesn't tend to run on the same day as Discovery, which yeah. is always really, but really strange. It's two in a row. Now they're just like, eh, nah. Because at the end of the day, the talent, if they, if they can travel between the shows, yeah. then it's all good. It just forces the well, fans to pick. Well, that's the thing. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about people that are probably gonna be on both shows. Oh yeah. Um, may well be on three shows. <sighs> you may find out. Uh, also on the card, we've got Filthy Generation and Stevie Boy Lewis Garvin and Aspen Faith taking mm-hmm. on Pure Dead Brilliant and Kid Fight Krager and Luke and Sharp. Something I found out. This is actually Stevie Boy's debut on Discovery. Yes, it is, and that's something I find so difficult to believe. Yeah. Just like I know he has spent like the better part of the last year injured, mm-hmm. but Discovery have been going for five years now. Yeah. So, well, it's coming into it. it's just just past its fourth year actually. Mm-hmm. So next year we're coming on five years, and you're like, how has he not been booked in any matches whatsoever? Like we know that Kaylee has been put in so many different matches at Discovery. Mm-hmm. Lewis and Aspen made their names at Discovery mm-hmm. and yet Stevie was just never there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that's, it's that's the thing. Mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. But what a match is going to happen then? Uh, next match we got, we got Casey versus your best friend Nina Samuels. Ah, oh, see I think that would be quite an exciting match. Mm-hmm. Technically she's not been eliminated from the disco there. Yeah, she's so. still in there. Exactly. She's still got her claim to the Women's Championship. Be like Axel Mania. <laughs> <laughs> he was never eliminated! <laughs> Samuels Mania, so yeah that's He's still one. there. Um, now you already mentioned that BT Gun versus Cody Hall. Uh-huh. Now this is the other one and I think this is where the f- this is the final showdown. This is it. So we got Theodorus mm. versus Christopher Saint. Oh yeah. For just for a bit of background for people that don't know, um, Theodorus used to be in a stable with Christopher Saint in the House of Saint. Uh, House of Saint. House of Saint. I should say. Now Theodorus and Grant McIver subsequently left. Uh, the House of Saint, mm-hmm. and since then, Saint has had some issues with Theodorus. They had a unsanctioned type of false count anywhere back, yep. and ended in a no contest due to severe injury from a door spot. Yes, which was quite horrible to see. But oh yeah, 
and since they did have a tag team match, mm-hmm. uh, well, they had first of all a pick your poison, so they each picked each other. Oh my god, the pick your poison match! Um, <laughs> Theodorus's <laughs> opponent was none other than Big Kuma. Oh my god, if you've not seen Kuma, look him up. <laughs> oh my god, that guy's a beast. Funny fact as well, he's still not eliminated from the like for the disco derby that Andy Wild won. Really? Uh, Because he was chasing off the headbanders of Rob Mills and Jackie Grady. But he went through the middle rope. He did not go over the top rope to go and chase them. So, again, Kumar is still in the Disco Derby. Jesus Christ, you're starting Samuel's Mania now, Kumar Mania. (laughs) Kumar Mania. Oh my God. And and then they had a tag team match. Christopher Saints teamed up with his sensational scene bird, Emily Hayden. Mm Mm-hmm. Theodorus teamed up with the Amazon Aisha Raymond, who's just the absolute best. Um, they had their tag team match, but now it's the final showdown. This is it. Who have you got winning? Pro- oh, I see. It's really, really hard because Christopher Stain gets to pick the stipulation because him and Emily won their tag team match. Mm-hmm. So, and we still don't know what the stipulation is going to be. For all we know, it could be Christmas like Christmas death match. See, for all we know, it could be a Christmas death match. I mean, Christopher saying might grab all his drag queens and make it a, like a, a drag queen lumberjack match or something. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I mean, I wouldn't say no to a drag queen lumberjack match. Actually, <laughs> just, just imagine. Oh my god! I had the kings and queens of drag. Surrounding the ring, oh, Theodorus loses and he needs to be in drag for the rest of the show. Can you just imagine <laughs> if that was happening? Oh my god! You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll message Christopher saying, <laughs> and we'll be like, "What do you think about this idea?" Actually, no. I'll, I'll message it to Emily. Mm-hmm. She can message it to him because um, we'll get more backing if Emily <laughs> if Emily's involved. With it. <laughs> She'll be like, "That's a great idea." <laughs> Love that girl. Okay. Right, so that has been Discovery. Let's move ourselves back west. Where's best? And move over to Fierce Females. Fierce Females. Who doesn't love Fierce Females? Who doesn't love Fierce Females? Well, so big developments. Um, If you don't know, we had a new Fierce Females Scottish Wrestling Champion Mm -hmm. in the form of the amazing Sammy Jane. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So she's, she's the top empress. Yes. The top dog of Fierce Females at the moment. Now, they do have a show coming up on... December 1st. Thank you very much. <laughs> December 1st. I told you guys, spoil for choice. <laughs> um, that's at The Shed, and that's at 4 o'clock it starts. Yep. Tickets are available at fiercefemales.co.uk if you haven't got your tickets yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably plug Discovery Wrestling as well. Yeah, that get, would be a good idea. Get, get their tickets at... I think it's discoverywrestling.co.uk. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Just search for Discovery Wrestling. You can find it through their like their Facebook page and yes. the Twitter page as well. Join join all the join all the chats. Yes. Everything we say comes with the proviso. Search them and join them <laughs> if you haven't already. Just do it. It will change your life. Anyway, right. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I say that breaks down. How is Quacker gonna change your life today? Well Well uh. I, I Sarah, please, I change many lives for the good before you say anything else. Right, so, now, 
so far with the Queen's Winter Carnival, which is such a cool name. Oh yeah, I know, right? And plus I love them in match graphics of Fierce Females, it's pretty cool. Big shout out to Aspen Faith. Yes, absolutely spot on. Now, so far is the pre-show match, yep. and I've got to say this is a hell of a pre-show match. We got Rosie Knight versus Isla Dawn. Mm -hmm. I don't know why Rosie Knight is continuously on the pre-shows though. Mm. I think this is the third time, because I know, not the, like the last Glasgow show as well, Mm -hmm. She was a pre-show match. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the Liverpool, she might have been in another pre-show match. I'm not too sure. I did not go. But I'm just wondering, like, why is, why is she always on the pre-show? Mm -hmm. She's so good. I mean, I know that she's, in comparison to the other talent that we have on Fierce Females, she is still relatively quite new because she's never been booked before up until a few months ago. Mm -hmm. But she is such a firecracker. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, holy bloody crap. So it, it just... You need to start switching around. Like I think she can go on a main show. I mean, her and Isla Dawn, main show material. I think, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got an NXT UK star that's been with Fierce Female since the start, um, and she's only been booked on. She's been booked on every show apart from one yeah. since Don't Call It a Comeback. So, and that goes to show something. Mm -hmm. So. So okay. So let's let's say you're booking. Who would you have? Her as her main first rival. Ooh. Oh, go. see, that's a difficult one. I mean, I have to sort of kind of take it away because I know like the form of what the Queen's Winter Carnival is going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, but like maybe her first rivalry could maybe, maybe be against either a returning Katie Harvey. Mm -hmm. Would love that, or I would. Put her in the like. See, well, see if Emily Hayden was still at Fierce Females, I would have put that. But we're still justice for Emily. Mm -hmm. We might be able to swing, swing something now that the now that Boss Lady has parted with the company. Oh dear. There might be a a wee loophole. A wee loophole that um, Emily might be able to get back into the good graces. I mean, we found Toasty down at Avenging Angels. Oh really? Yeah, Toasty was down with Amy Alonzi. Don't know what happened. She's such a nice girl. How did she steal Toasty? I don't know, but Toasty was there with uh, sunglasses and a unicorn horn as well. Yes, if you if you don't believe me, it's on it's on um, Fierce Females Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Toasty gets about. I know Toasty does get about. He's a clever wee thing. Um, but yeah, Have no you been taking notes <laughs> of Toasty? <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, you could easily have it because like Katie Harvey is back. And in her first match back, or second second match back, actually, she captured the OTT Women's Championship against Valkyrie. Oh. And Katie Harvey was on such a good run when she was at Fierce Females before she unfortunately broke both her elbows. But both. it was both of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro broke both her elbows. Um, or you never know, you could have her in the internet title hunt with Debbie Keitel. I mean, anything you do with Debbie Keitel <laughs> is going to be either if it's the bin match or if it's the oh god whatever like the only bins allowed match was probably like her highlight of this year i love that match so much do you know something more scottish wrestler promotions need to pick that women i know right if uh, there's a lot of in fierce females that could go across scotland like yes discovery are booking them uh, every now and then which is cool however they need to be like they need to be booked everywhere. It's not yeah. like they can't get a forty quid flight from from Dublin to Glasgow to return. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan. <laughs> uh, so, 
as in Ryan on the podcast, not Ryan that somehow owns Ryanair. Oh, that's Michael O'Leary, by the way. Anyway, I, I was going to say, imagine like a guy called Ryan owning an air, cl- like an air park craft, and he's like, I'm going to call this Ryanair. So imaginable. I know, right? But Michael Air, I don't think sounds. Nah. Sounds as good. Look out for Quacker Air soon. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so. Bringing you deals all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, I will never take off anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So, yeah, because as we've seen with other promotions, they're not exactly scared of bringing male talent over from Ireland. Yep. Um, I, I don't believe there's a female air tax, is there? No, 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 I'm aware of. No, I'm not aware, aware of. But, so, why not? <laughs> like, do you get what I mean? You can get a plane, you can get a boat. You can get anything. You can, they're even thinking about, believe it or not, they're thinking about building a bridge between I mean, Scotland and Northern Ireland. So easy. Well, see if they built a bridge between Scotland and Northern Ireland, wouldn't they technically be like the same country then, because they're connected? Yes. <laughs> This might be a debate for another day, but yeah. <laughs> tell us what you think. I, I, I think that's a bit above a, a that's above a four pound a four dollar a month pay grade. Yeah, I was going to say because it works out to three pound nine in the current in the current um, currency climate. You, so you need to speak to Auntie Nicola on that one. Yeah, it's nine pound more expensive than a meal deal. Yeah, and you get much more content than a meal deal. There you go. There you go. So yeah, I mean, I mean, there they should bring them over. Just bring them over. That's all I say. Yeah. So, now, speaking of which, um, we, there'll be more matches coming up. We don't have any more at this time. Yeah, because it's, it's just going to be the tournament, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, tournament for the... Explain the tournament exactly. Well, it's more than three matches. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll say that. But no, because this was actually announced um, during the pre-show when... At the last show, because the uh, the last Fierce Females show was actually going to be Jayla Dark's last appearance of Fierce Females because she was retiring at the end of September. Now, at the time, Boss Lady did not know if in the match that was going to happen that day, which it was supposed to be Lana Austin, Sammy Jane, and Jayla Dark, who all who all had a claim to Jayla Dark's championship. I'm pretty sure Lana Austin was not able to make it, so it just ended up being that one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know. If Jayla was going to retire with the championship and they would have to crown a new champion at a new show or if Sammy was able to defeat Jayla and become the new champion. So yeah. what they've done is they've carried over the tournament that was going to take place anyway to the show but Sammy Jane is still going to face the winner of it. So it's just, I think it's I think it's an eight women single elimination. Okay. I think that's the way that they're going to be playing it. Um, and that's just going to take place throughout the entire night. So it could be anyone from Fierce Females, it could be someone new, it could be existing people, it could be the other champion, Debbie Keitel, it could be like the returning Katie Harvey. Raven Creed has not managed to have her championship match against Sammy Jane because she was unable to make the Liverpool show. So you never know. Never know. Eh? Never know. Never know. Righty, oh, so that is Fierce Females there. Their next show is the Queen's Winter Carnival. Has an amazing poster, so do check it it's out. It's such a good poster. It is such a good poster. First of December, and that's at the Shed in Glasgow, which is an awesome venue. They have a smoke machine in there. I know. I actually love going to the Shed. Exactly. 
Plus there's like, you stand like where they put the barriers, it's like don't stand where the actual barrier barrier is, stand where the shed barrier is. Just, and you don't get hit. <laughs> just in case nobody's been there, shed is an actual nightclub. It's not like just a wooden small house where a lawnmower's kept, it's an actual nightclub. <laughs> just just in case there's one guy going, I'm not going to I'm a shed. I'm not going to a shed. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like such a backyard thing to do. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, it is technically a soul's backyard. (laughs) Tickets for that are on fiercefemales.co.uk. It's advised also sign up to the Fierce Females newsletter because... You you, get early access. You get early access. And a discount sometimes. tickets, exactly. You you also get all the matches first. Like, two to three days before they're even announced on Facebook and Twitter. You get it to your inbox and you can start getting excited about it. Or if you're like me... And as soon as the tickets become released, I buy my ticket because I am a Fierce Females loyal because without a doubt, they always put on a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. There we go. You've heard it here. Right. Now we move slightly north, if you can say that. We move to ICW. When I say slightly north, we just basically go... Uh, we, we, we've moved place. from the south side to the city centre. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we, That's all we've done. We've actually just gone over the Kingston Bridge. Right, so <laughs> ICW have had their big Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. Yes. Uh, Scott stole Kane. That was one of <laughs> So he did, yes. Uh, tried to put me under the bus as well, the little swine. <laughs> Quack is the one that stole it. It's like, well, you're the one that took it afterwards, so you had it. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I played no part in it. <laughs> that is slanderous. No, no I'm saying that's what Scott was saying. Uh, yeah, that's what you Exactly. I'm quoting him. I'm, I'm not slandering you. Thank you. I know better. I've tried to throw you under the bus before. <laughs> I've tried. We all saw what happened. Yup, yup. I am evil like that. <laughs> right. So... Now, the next show that is coming up with ICW... Well, should we talk about some of the things that we made off talked about? But Fear and Loathing... Do check out the Fear and Loathing review show we did on on the flagship show. So that's on iTunes, Spotify, all good. I mean, there's no harm in us telling what our favourite... Because I wasn't actually on that show, Quacky. Were you not? I was not. No, I wasn't. Okay, so go for it. What was your favourite match? My favourite match? Oh, God. That is really, really hard. Alright, so she asked me to. She gave me a stick and she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you guys, like, for, for everyone that's met me, will know this is exactly what I'm like. So, it's like, what was your favourite match? Um, I know I wanted you to ask me, but. <laughs> nah. Um, everyone would expect me to say good housekeeping because everyone knows that I love Liam Thompson and I love the good housekeeping series. Okay, I've got to ask you. What's your f- in ascending in this descending order? What's your favourite to your least favourite? I can't remember every match that was on the card. No, like I'd say. Good <gasps> oh, right, good. Um, so I would say. Oh, I would say this one wasn't my favourite. Okay. I would probably say like my favourite was two, and then one, and then three. That's exactly what I went for. I think like you you can't really get over a big giant like sponge. Spon- a mop off. The mop off was. You can't get over that. I mean, yes, hot sauce down the trunks and the the, the ketchup spot with the blood again, but it it didn't have the same feel. Like and also the fact like I was in this like I was one of the the people in the seats, um. So my view was actually partially blocked by like the couches from the, like the Berniston crew, and I couldn't really see what was going on until they got rid of the couches and the seats. Right. Okay. So that kind of ruined it for me. Do you know what was so funny? 
see at the corner I was at, a lady who was sitting down, just said, Wolfie, can you move the couch please? And he looked at her and then he just like, like as if he was, um, he went, he kind of nodded her, and <laughs> but he like, lifted it in like an angry way as if it was part of the show. Mm-hmm. And I, I've just felt that was so class. Oh like, yeah. It was so class and wealthy to do that. Um, so yeah, that's- it shows you that heels are actually healed, but they're actually sound people. Oh yeah. Exactly. I mean, but I think my standout match, I've no, I have now picked it. Oh. I have now picked it, but I think it's just because I got to see Sammy Callahan live. Okay. I'd never got to see him before, and it, like I know he's not to everybody's taste, like the spitting and yeah. all that sort of stuff. I mean, for me, take away the spitting is perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was also the fact that you you seen what happened to him, like with him and BT at the very very end. Yeah. Shades of Jayla Dark at Fear of Loathing, getting smacked with a belt, and see where I was sitting, I could hear him getting smacked. So I'm sitting there going, "Has he got like impact?" <laughs> put across his head I was like and if he does please pick a, take a picture of it because you it, you could hear the dunk mm-hmm. and I'm like oh I mean <laughs> I'm not gonna lie if you're gonna have anything embossed in your head why not have impact I, impact <laughs> I mean it's an impact of the impact belt yeah. it's, it just writes itself yeah it's gonna like car- <laughs> it's, it's gonna like a cartoon when something gets hit by something and the words literally appear with bang or something like that yeah so, I don't, I, exactly oh yeah so yeah, so that was your favourite match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh no, great show. And we returned on Davy Boy. I mean, the, the pop that that place yeah. happened. Oh, I, like oh, I, I couldn't get over it. I mean, there there have been talks for ages about Davy Boy slash Blaze, whatever you want to call him, coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, because like he hadn't actually been seen since a couple of years ago in Edinburgh. I think was his last ever show. Um, when he got a little bit too far, I think he threw someone down the stairs. It was definitely, it was at Potter Row in Edinburgh, I remember that much. Yeah. And he hadn't been seen since. Mm-hmm. But I had seen him at a Pro Wrestling Scotland show where he ran into a window thinking it was a door. Wow. Yeah, but that's what he's like. But I think when, when Simon announced that he was going to be doing his one-on-one fall sessions with Davey, I'm like, that's a bit odd, considering that Davey's not in ICW right now. He's not really on the end. He's not really on the scene right now. He was barely doing PPW shows. He was maybe doing like the odd, um, what was it Pro Wrestling Init- uh, Innovation one, yeah. or doing the Pro Wrestling Scotland one. It was which is like uh, Cryker and TJ Rages, two separate pro- uh, promotions. But see, I kind of knew. I was. I don't know exactly <laughs> when, but I knew he would be back. Oh yeah, I knew he'd be back. Because uh, Mark Dallas had a live show in the box, mm-hmm. and he had a special guest. And Davey was hiding behind the DJ booth for must have been an hour or so. He's like, and he just popped out of nowhere. He's like, ah! And then it was, there was kind of like a small QA. Well, I say QA, it was more A from Davey, boy, trying to say all these <laughs> stories in Dallas Kettle, trying to say, no, David, no. So it's, it has been coming, but I just don't know when. But saying that, that was about a year later. Yes, exactly. So. But I, I, I do recall when Liam Thompson was meant when he made his return mm-hmm. to ICW, there was a lot of speculation that it was meant to be Davy Blaze. Uh. Um just because of like what was going on. Mm-hmm. Cause it didn't really make a lot of sense that Liam was gonna return and attack his former tag team partner or or this, so but I think it's because Liam was actually ready to come back. I don't think David was maybe ready. Um go. 
we don't know like we're not going to speculate why he was away or anything like that mm-hmm. because it's not it's first of all none of our business yeah and it's not fair yeah so we're just taking it as it is yeah i mean we're just taking it as fans and, and i think it's it was when i did like the video package oh yeah i mean it's like if you could see like because i was like watching the video and i was like having like the corner of my eye and i was like looking for folk in the crowd and they're like uh-huh uh-huh and as soon as i saw that bald head i went that's fucking davy blaze and i turned around and the entire place erupted and i was yeah. like I was like, I can't believe they've actually brought him back. I was like, it's been ages, uh-huh. but that's how you do a return. It's when nobody expects it. Like, they did it for Shugs with Liam, even though it was kind of spoiled that he returned to a wrestling experience Scotland show the week before, as like in the, the secret show, as in, in the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of gave it away. That's, like, that's why I was the only person to say, yes, Liam was going to return last year. And everyone was like, no, no, he won't. I'm like, yes, he will. Um, but that's how you do a return, right? I mean, it's the same. It'll probably be the same when Jackie Polo ever eventually does come back because he does. He's he said, "I don't know when this is going to be." There's a lot of speculation that this newest vignette is about DCT because we know he's back in the country. So, but it's again, I would like to be surprised with the storyline. Yeah. Like you'd like to get a pop. It was the same at France 2000 when they were doing. They were introducing. It was um, the Kingston of the North and Shah and Jester get attacked. And Shah like threw up, you know, as I call it, the pinky bat si- signal, and Dar came out. But you knew that Dar was going to be there like later yeah. in the night, and it kind of ruined the whole pop of it. Yeah. Um, like I feel like they could have not made that the main event. They could have made like that later in the night and made something else the main event. I think it was just like positioning kind of ruined the storyline of that particular match. Because when it came to like the kinky pinky party, I'm like, I don't really care. You know something, my favourite ICW show ever was France 98. I mean, you can't top France 98. France 98 was just amazing, and I distinctly remember that only two matches were announced. Mm-hmm. And that was the <laughs> Carlos Valderrama Battle Royal. Yeah, because we didn't know who was even going to be in that. <laughs> if you don't know who Carlos Valderrama is, just... <laughs> Try and spell it and Google it. Yeah, amazing, amazing goalkeeper. Amazing because of his hairdo, pretty oh, yeah. much. Oh yeah. Pretty much his hairdo. Just an amazing guy. Yeah, so. it was like that match and a women's match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Casey versus Evil, that was it. Yeah, so it was Casey versus. I know, I know, we joke about this, but if you guys read my article, it, it's oh. it's just it's it's all there. That, you can just read it. That was the submission match. Oh, was it? Yes. That was. I love how you actually know which match it was because I'm sort of going. They've had nine matches now where they've been at like technically it's been eight one and one and one was a triple threat but that's not the point it's still been nine matches yeah. and i'm suddenly going which one was this in their best of five <laughs> uh, i shouldn't really be bad about it i mean evil did manage to beat casey for the title but that just uh, means yes, but that just means there's a possibility of evil versus casey again for the title <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh no there we go. Help me. But yeah, on that note, April is the new women's champion of the world. Of the world. Of the world. And she's already defended it in Italy. Yeah. I mean, that's more than Casey ever did. No shade. Um, it's true though. It is true because Viper did work hard to make that a world championship, yeah. and Casey barely defended it outside of Scotland. Like, I don't think she even defended it outside of ICW. I don't know. I don't think she did. Oh. So, we, we'll hats off to Evil for defending it 
at a promotion in Italy the night before it, First Female. Is she in Italy as well? I actually don't know. Because I know they've got Italian championship wrestling there. But she was the actual champion of that as well. Was she? Yes, yeah, she was. So she's a double ICW champion. She's a double ICW champ, just in two different promotions. Fun fact of the day. Yeah. Stick that in your pipes. Anyway, <laughs> now, um, also new tag team champions in The Purge. I know, I think it's been a long time coming for them, to be honest. it's mm-hmm. It was sort of like the same as Ava. It's like, if they've not won the championship by now, what else are they going to do? Because mm-hmm. they've done the chase for so long, yeah. and you're like, what else is left for them? Nothing would be left for them if that was the case. It was either split up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was kind of hoping that the Kings of Catch were going to split up. Like, but I kept joking. How dare you? It's not going to be over Quackery on a pole. We've already discussed this. It's not no, going to happen. But I actually thought that this was going to happen, and it was because maybe Lewis was too scared to like take some staples or take any of the like bumps, and Aspen well, was Lewis, going to get angry. Lewis right is a nutter. I was like, we've learned this now that he is actually a deathmatch nutter. Yeah. But up until a while ago, it was always a joke. Lewis wouldn't take bumps. Right, or he wouldn't do the extreme stuff at least, right? Mm-hmm. It was always Aspen. Oh, Aspen was like, I'll do this, I'll do this. You know what, fuck it, I'll do it. And this is why I thought they were going to break up because I thought Aspen was going to get angry that Lewis wasn't going to do anything. And then as soon as he done the suicide dive into the ladder, I was like, well, that's my plan over. <laughs> I was like, and then it was like the skewers because like I'd spoken to Lewis like the week before and he was, he was running around a friend's house with a staple gun going, I wonder, does this actually hurt? And stapling himself with a staple gun, and he's just like, that actually hurts. Yeah. It's like stabbing himself with a kebab skewer. Ow, that actually hurts. And you're like, oh, no shit. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> what did you think? It was going to be like rainbows and butterflies and puffy clouds. Uh, I mean, folk that know me know I love the kings and cash. I'm sitting here wearing a filthy generation. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm happy for the purge. And, yeah. Uh, they absolutely deserve it, all that jazz. We've also got like new number one contenders yes. in the fight network. Yes. The Smash Brothers. Aye, they came out as Mario and Luigi. I mean, <laughs> I don't wonder when they're going to get their shot though. Uh, what for the for the tag? T- yeah. It's the Square Go. They might be they're getting it. Get that Square Go. Yeah, okay. it's at the Square Go. It's happening whenever the Square Go is. Um, uh, SWG three. Let's be honest. No, I said when. Oh, when? <laughs> I said when. It'll probably be SWG three. Probably SWG three. Or the Academy. Or maybe the Academy. Or the Sportatorium. <laughs> It won't be the oh, uh, sport. I was going to say it won't be the sportatorium, but it will be the sportatorium because the other one is not the sportatorium. Yeah. Well done, Sarah. It's the hydro dome. <laughs> it's the hydro dome. <laughs> right. Or it could be SCCC. You never know. Right, yo. So the next ICW show is Gonzo, which is on what date, Sarah? <laughs> December first. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. So far confirmed. So we got a triple threat match of Luca the Patsy. Uh, taking on Leighton Buzzard and then Kieran Kelly. What is it with putting Kieran Kelly and Leighton Buzzard in triple threat matches lately? I don't know. It's not like they're more than capable of facing, first of all, other people. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to make a joke right now. Kieran and Leighton are new Casey and Ava. Because it's, it's always going to be them now, isn't it? Do you know what? Oh my God. Do you know what? I think, <laughs> I think if they're not going to push one or the other for the Zero G... Just well, make them a tag team. Uh, what's I, the know point? The, I know the tag team division is stacked and it's amazing right now, but Yeah, but you can easily break up a tag team. <coughs> Kings of Catch. Stop. We'll stop you right <laughs> now. We'll move on. The next match we've got David Blaze <coughs> makes his return, his official <coughs> return. And he faces off against Jason Reed. Oh god. Uh, this is the one time I really like I will be backing Davy Blaze. I want him to kick Jason Reed. To the ends of the earth, he's Is the most. Because of his gear. Uh, he's the most irritating little bastard ever. That's the point. 
<laughs> yes, I know what's the point, but it's the fact that they are the people. I'm not a football fan, but we all know that's what they're aiming to do, to get that kind of heat. Because they know that Glasgow is split in half. And it is cheap. I mean, it, work, it works out, eh? mm. doesn't it? It works, but uh, still cheap as hell. So next up, we've got... Now, this is the battle of the suplexes right here. We've got Andy Wilde versus Scotty Davis. Oh, dang! Yes. Oh, dang. Now, some people may say it. I tip Andy Wilde to be um, ICW Person of the Year next year. I tip him. I think he won the square goal next year. That's what I think as well. I think he's going to be heavyweight champ next year. Oh, yeah, he'll definitely be heavyweight champ next year. They've got to put the belt on him. I would say definitely. I mean, Especially he's, he's, the way Mark put him over after he the had, match. Uh, he had the big massive comeback to her and he's now the head coach of the Five Pro Wrestling Asylum as well mm-hmm. and they've been doing super well mm-hmm. over there. Um, and it's just gone from strength to strength for Andy. I mean, he's one of the hardest workers yeah. I have ever seen. I mean, people do like pretend to slay saying that he's like always like really, really late or like bang on time. It's like, but... He works six days a week and he wrestles in the times outside of that. Mm-hmm. You've got to think about travelling. I mean, he's not the only person on the road. No. So it's not being selfish. Other people have to drive as well. So, of course, he's going to get stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. It's like he's travelling from Fife to Glasgow. I mean, I travel from Edinburgh to Glasgow and it takes me an hour to drive. You've got to take that into consideration. But I don't think most people, I think most people just sort of go, oh my God, they can magically teleport. They must be able to just click their fingers and somehow end up at the other side of the country. That's the thing. And, well, this was the first match announced. It's Kes Evans versus Liam Thompson for the Zero-G title. Now, I said this on the review show. If you're going to take into consideration straight-up wrestling, whatever you wanted to find that, a straight-up wrestling match. What is wrestling, Quacker? Oh, don't get me started <laughs> Straight up wrestling match, I think Kez Evans versus Ilya Dragunov was the best match of I year Wolverine. I loved that match. I yeah. mean, I was proper behind Kez because like, you can see mm-hmm. just how much he actually wanted it. I mean, well, he's had his marquee matches before. He's, I mean, he's fought Ken Anderson that is at true. Uh, Wrestling Experience Scotland in the past. So. That is very true. But I think like this is still like the biggest match of his career yeah. to date. And it gave him... The, the skill like he had the skills to actually show what he can do because yeah. Ilya Dragunov is one of the most scary people oh yeah in the ring let's just be honest if I was in a bar fight I'll be picking at him first as my <laughs> <laughs> just his face alone will just say nope I'm fine yep so yeah that is ICW Gonzo so far um, obviously we should always say card subject to change yes whatever it is what date is it on again Sarah? December 1st get out if you're not I know right there's already a discovery show in Edinburgh there's already a fierce female show going on in the south side and this is going to be happening up at the asylum yep with their nice freshly painted walls yep so tickets for that are available on Ticketmaster and also Ticket Scotland if mm-hmm. you don't want to pay to the corpse as in the corporations, not like an yep. actual... There might still be some tickets on the door if you're lucky, but just yeah. book a ticket to avoid disappointment because the, la- like the first show, me and you both went to Gonzo and like the first ever one, mm-hmm. and it was great. Mm-hmm. Like I did actually very much enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I would still prefer not to have a BYOB thing, but that's just coming from me because of the fact that I'm selfish and don't drink. So... 
that's just that. Hayden, Hayden, Hayden. I hate it to the left. <laughs> but no, that, that's just my personal preference. I mean, you, I think it's just because like you could see towards the end of the night mm-hmm. that people were starting to lose a little bit of control because like they clearly been pre-drinking. And you can sit and drink anything that's not watered down. And I think like that was like because it's different in the garage. Like half the drinks are watered down, mm-hmm. so it's going to take a little bit longer for that to build up. And before you even get into it, like the security guards are like, "No, you're not getting in because you're in a crap state or something." I mean, this is why like when when I did used to drink, I always what I used to say is I don't drink at shows because I like to have my wits about me. Mm-hmm. Because at ICW, what usually happens. They usually go into the audience. Yeah. I don't really fancy an Irish whip of a wrestler getting flung into me because I'm not watching, or being too drunk and I slip on something and making making an arse of myself. Right. This is why I said I like to have my wits about me. So. Fair play. My personal preference. Right here. So on that, we appropriately move on to reckless intent. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I mean, before we do that, like we're like we have got Gonzo on the first of December. Mm-hmm. But ICW were also running their last show of the year on the 15th of December as well. Yeah. I mean, like, they've not really announced much apart from the fact that Noam Dar is coming back to ICW full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is going to be at the garage on the 15th. Mm-hmm. You can get tickets as well. Ticketmaster Ticket Scotland available. Sometimes at the door. Maybe. 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 Yeah. yeah. Right. So now we're going to go back. To reckless intent. We're going to go to the mid of Scotland now. Yes, exactly halfway. We're going to go to Livingston. Yeah. Yep. Now, this show. Now, Livingston. What's happening happen with reckless intent? We have a new heavyweight champion. Yes, I know. And a superior separate is Theodorus. Uh, it's been a long time coming for him as well. Yeah. So he won the rumble. He's look. It's a brand new shiny belt. Yes. They've got a brand new title belt. Mm-hmm. So um, shiny, so pretty. Reckless intent. Now I could spoil some things. For folks that don't know, I am an, an announcer at Reckless <gasps> Intent, so I could spoil some things. No, but that would not be in the spirit. Now they they full time stolen you away from me at shows now. Yeah, I mean you can stare at me across the ring. That, oh I yeah, mean, make me sound creepy, Quacker. <laughs> so I'm going to just sit we, we and know, watch you. We know your history. With <laughs> it was just like the sheer shock of when Stevie got fired or took that weird magic potion from Doctor F and Mister Awesome, mm-hmm. and became kind of zombie Stevie. Yeah, still don't actually know what's wrong with Stevie. I still, I still, I, was, I still crap. I mean, I still think he's going to come around and try and eat you one of these days. He's been chasing me around. Uh, it's been it? so scary. I'm not gonna lie. But um, yeah. And again, if you've seen me, I cannot run to save myself. So <laughs> it was just, it was just the fact that Kieran Yur came up and he's just like, you, no, you. No. And they're like, excuse me, I've, I've, I've paid 12 50 And you're sitting, I'm sitting there going, look at the seat beside me. I mean, yeah, I did eventually like move my back to it. I was oh, like, oh, look, back chair. Silver, silver lining. Yeah, but for the I, first wee while, I, I was mean, like, they stole Quacker. I mean, one ring announcer was poisoned. I could have been next, but oh, Sarah's got a little spot for a handbag, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Theo- you make me sound like a bad friend. <laughs> no, you're not at all. You're not at all. You're a top-notch friend. The best friend that someone could ever, 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 ever have. Anyway. Are we the best friends now? Are we, chuck- are we chucking, um, what's his face? 
well enough. You can't remember their name. Oh wow. I've seen her recovers from that epic fail. I'm not having a good day when it comes to remembering tag teams. I'm not having a good day. Right. I'm, so, I'm totally not Googling it right now. Uh, now, if I can bring it back in a bit. Yeah. We did at the last show in um, Livingston, we did have Michael Chase's final match. Sorry, I just remembered who the best friends <laughs> Okay. What you say you remembered what you mean well, is you secretly googled. No, how dare you? Okay. It's, it's Chucky and Trent. Chucky. And Orange Cassidy actually. Orange Cassidy, yeah. There's now three best friends. I'm having a bad time remembering tag teams, which <sighs> we're not gonna get into that. No, I, have, <laughs> I have a bad time remembering tag teams right now. It's all good, it's alright. Right, so we did have Michael Chase's last match. Oh, yeah. It was such a great match. Obviously, very emotional. Um, and it really hurt how much Michael has put into the wrestling scene in mm-hmm. Scotland. So, yeah, Michael's just... If you don't know his story, look, look at the videos that Discovery put up. Uh, End of the Chase, I think it was called. Yes. Yes, End of the Chase. And... Um, it just kind of explains Michael's story and it goes right back to when he was hit by a bus and oh. which is a bit of a yeah a bit of a sap, but every single time I imagine someone getting hit by a bus I can just imagine Regina George in Mean Girls right. I mean I don't know if like if you've seen Mean Girls Cracker because I know that you're I can imagine uh, you're very pop culturally challenged when it comes to films just what a way to walk <laughs> I mean, you it's, can, it's harsh but true. <laughs> you compared Baymax to the Michelin Man last night, which really upset me. Right, back me up on this. What's the guy's name? Baymax. Baymax. Baymax looks like the Michelin dude. You know that guy, the, the tire guy. He, they look exactly the same. They even wear a hat. They look the he same. He doesn't wear a hat. He wears a helmet. Hat helmets seem different. <laughs> You leave Baymax alone. Anyway, yes. I bet you. I bet you, Baymax was on your tire. You would even notice. I, I would so notice because no, Baymax is my favorite Disney character. I bet if I put, if I, I'll, I'll put a Michelin sash on Baymax, and then we'll see is this Baymax or Michelin. Like, oh, it's not. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no. That's like, every single time I hear someone getting hit by a bus, I'm just like, is this like when, when Regina George got hit by a bus at the end of Mean Girls? But yeah, so he. Fight, fights. He's always hard fighting against the odds. It's always yeah. been his life, and um, he had a WWE trial. Unfortunately, he sustained a severe injury in the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, he was featured on TV, though. Yeah, he was the security guard holding back some of a joke. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Along with Kenny Williams, wasn't he? Kenny Williams, Rampage Brown as well. Yeah, was it Rampage or was it Ashton? I remember when one of the two. I remember I like, again another tag team. I'm like, which one is it? <laughs> I remember when, um, what do you call it, the, a photo of that was put on the ICW mm. fans group and someone said, the security is the bollocks. <laughs> uh, or they are bollocks. <laughs> oh. one, one of the two. One of the two, but yeah. But yeah, um, the match has been uploaded on to Reckless and Tech YouTube channel. Oh, that's nice. Um, big heads up, subscribe to the Reckless and Tech YouTube channel. You want to check that out for future content. There's a lot of plans coming out of Reckless that you do not want to miss. Definitely don't, so subscribe at YouTube. Just search for Reckless and Tech, you'll see some of that. And 
they uploaded recent matches. They put they put up Theodorus versus Dicky Divers when the title changed hands. Oh, until the country, yeah. Yep. Spoiler alert if you're <laughs> if you're if you're a purist. Me, me, me. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Me, I mean, me. It was a week ago, so I'm not I'm not breaking spoiler <laughs> in, in, international spoiler. It was a week ago, and I still haven't seen the match, Quacko. So it was. It doesn't break international spoiler rules, so you know there's an yeah, actual, it, it breaks the circle actual, of trust. But there's an actual treaty <laughs> a week after doesn't break the international. Yeah, spoiler. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't exactly. <laughs> um, you can also see recently put up was nine nine versus the nine nine versus Scott Chocolate. <laughs> and, and if you want to see some really bad dancing from me, then go check that out. <laughs> Have you seen that yet? No, we haven't actually. I've not had a chance to watch Good. it. Keep it that way, Sarah. Right, our friendship. I'm totally not going onto YouTube right now. Our friendship would change when you see that dancing. <laughs> anyway. With um, all fairness, like you have seen me dance on plenty of times, mm-hmm. like or tried to dance, and I am very, very rhythmly but challenged. It's in a nightclub, though. This is in a ring. It's different. I would say it's much different. Uh, dancing is dancing. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll sort that one out. I mean, we can't even decide on a show title. Like, that is, that that's is true. <laughs> you know what? We'll come back to like when we do the next one, like the next one of this one. We hopefully have stopped arguing over a name. Mm-hmm. I I promise to have watched watched the video and I will give an analysis of what I think of Quacky's dancing. Yeah, that's what I'll do. That's that's do that. <laughs> do that. Um. Also, recently that happened, so at Livingston there was a stipulation put down. Uh, the Odd Squad and Craig Forsyth and Freddy the Fanboy, yep. who is now known as Freddy Mac. Oh, is he? Yeah, so he is now known is as it? the Fanboy Freddy Mac. Oh, right, I was going to say, was he going to drop the Fanboy thing? But no, he's not, so he's Fre- Freddy Fre- Mac. Freddy Mac, yes. I mean, I've always wondered what his second name was, so. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you always know him Freddy the Fanboy, and you're like. What's his second name? Maybe it was called the F- Mr. Fan, the Fanboy. Oh, and they just sort of went, I'm going to change my name by Depot. I am now Freddie Mac, the Fanboy. There we go. <laughs> Hyphenated. <laughs> so, then to the Odd Squad faced off against Delson Dare and Brandon Adams of Divinity Oof. fame. Yes. So, the stipulation was, it was for the Reckless Intent Tag Team title. Oh. Stipulation was, if the Odd Squad lose, they could no longer tag team ever. And they won! Hey. So we got new tag team champions in Freddie Mac and Craig Forsyth. Does that make Freddie? Fre- no, no, Freddie wasn't two belts. He's not the hardcore champion anymore. No. Is he? No. He's oh, no, he's a three-time cha- he's a three-time three-time hardcore champion. Three-time hardcore champion and one-time tag team champion in the space of a year. Yeah. In the space of a year, may I add. Amazing stuff. <laughs> also on that, um, Jam O'Malley put his hardcore title on the line against Deacon Awesome. UK, uh, the UK champion, mm. and it's now unified. So Deacon Awesome is now Deacon Awesome two belts, if you like. Yeah, I mean it was at what a house for a thousand Lego matches. Oh, that's brilliant. See every single time. This is what I keep saying. When it comes to a death match mm-hmm. in Scotland, always do things that are relatable. Yes. Like standing on Lego or yeah. standing on a plug. Because yes. the audience relate to it more, and you'll get more of a reaction. Yeah. I don't know why there has never been. In like a good housekeeping match or a death match, the Lego has not been used. You know, so, you know something Jam even said to me. 
he doesn't make tax like goes a bit more awkward because you streak down it like tax just go in one place and you pull it out mm-hmm. but he you like streak along it which makes it worse yeah and uh, it's just brutal he was put through a door with lego on it and they had so many spots of like oh it's just see I, th- I think like even addy star she like she, international international star she is the queen of lego mm-hmm so just next time there's a death match and anybody uh, for anybody that's listening so all that be mikey whiplash uh guys down at tnt mark dallas scott reed anybody if you want to have a death match put lego in it because <laughs> everybody everybody i can guarantee you is going to react to that because they're like mm-hmm. everyone in their life mm-hmm. and people who say they haven't are actual liars mm-hmm. and say that they've never stepped on lego just make sure there's no cane figurine because scott mcleod would uh, steal scott mcleod will steal it right so the next show that this is actually going to be amazing next show that reckless intent have is their christmas slam oh yeah so that date is not the December 1st. Ah. It's actually Saturday 7th of December. So just It's the week after. Yeah, just the week after. And this time it's at their requisite training school at Kingsbridge and Livingston. Hmm. Interesting. I've actually never been to that one. Sorry, I said Kingsbridge. It's Knightsbridge. Oh, it's Knightsbridge. It's Knightsbridge. It's in Livingston. It's in Livingston somewhere. (laughs) It's not the Muriston Scout Hall. Yeah. Go to reckless-intent.com. Uh, for more information but tickets are five pounds on the door so that's a hell of a bargain it is cheap as hell yeah so the thing i loved about reckless is they always they go so much into character and stuff Mm -hmm. so you get involved in a story and it's they progress i love reckless for that so yeah check out reckless intent on facebook instagram twitter youtube as well get on there there's way more content coming up right so now we move on to source. Ooh. Now, so the big, big, big news. The big news, yes. So we have a new source wrestling champion. Yes, I mean, it was a shock. Happened at the Mayhem Rumble on yeah. Friday in Govan, which is one of their biggest shows. Now, you were there on Friday. I was there, I oh. Talk to me, how was it? Atmosphere was incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I had taken Dan to his very first Govan show. He had never been, he had no idea what was in store for him. And he turned around and said that was his favorite show of the year. Wow. Because just the atmosphere and how much people get into it. And also the chance, <laughs> the what, chance. What was your favorite one? I'm, oh, I'm trying to remember what they were actually chanting. They were chanting, she's a guy at Athena again. <laughs> yeah, oh um, They were also doing it at Sarah Marie Taylor Worthy. as well. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Colin Ryan Griffin, a baldy. That's, see, see, okay, now that one is very soft for them because. I was just trying to remember. I'll, half the chance so I'm just like, like I'm sitting there going oh my god I will never forget and I, I hold this in my heart because it's uh, Sean Walker's last match and it was Morda Hype versus KOE and when KOE came out and you know I love the KOE boys mm-hmm. but I couldn't stop laughing expletive here um, the, these are kids right I know they're like 10 year old 10 year old kids right they're holding up household items because Oh, it was the fans bring the weapons match. Yeah. It was like Davian Sander, yeah. Exactly. They're holding up weapons, right? Waving them in the air. And they're saying, they cannot like you. <laughs> yeah, no, they were doing that as well. They were saying that as well to everybody. 
everybody that was a bad guy mm-hmm. that wasn't Ravy Davy, basically to everyone that was not Ravy Davy, you were at See You Next Tuesday. I just love that. I, I just love that. So, yeah, that was, <laughs> that's Govan. Um, you know pre-sale they sold 150 tickets. Yes, I mean, it was an actual bargain. Because mm-hmm. if you were buying it online or if you went straight to the venue before the show, like not on the door, mm-hmm. and you went via the venue or you went on the source website and paid via PayPal, £5 each. Brilliant. Five pounds, or if you were paying on the door, it went back up to ten pounds. So, I actually bought one of the five pound tickets because I, th- I didn't actually decide I was going until like two days before the actual event. And you know they sold about fifty on the door. And they f- sold about fifty on the door. I mean, you're always going to get a fantastic. Like the place was, the place was packed. If you have not experienced Source Govern, as we interviewed Morden Height. <laughs> um, that place left there with so many memories that uh, they want to go back yeah so they also had a rumble yes well they first of all like when we before we went off on the tangent of the kids chanting they did actually crown a new champion okay which i was actually surprised this happened so early in the night this is actually the first half main event okay um and it was in the match great match i mean i'm not gonna lie it's a great match i mean you had kieran kelly Grant McIver, mm-hmm. Scott McManus, and Alexander Darwin McKellen, who was defending his championship in a four-way match, which was very, very mean, right? They could defend against four four people instead of just one. I mean, if I know Alexander Darwin McKellen, which I do, I would imagine he wasn't be, uh, best pleased with that. Also. No, but just before the just before what had happened is he was coming out to help his friend Zero mm-hmm. in the match that happened before with Luke Matthews. And he ended up injuring his eye before the match. Is that why he had an eye patch? That's why he had an eye patch on throughout the whole match. Because he also had the eye patch on Lennox now. Yeah, yep. He, he had his eye injured and had to sit there with the ringside crew. And, and for kayfabe reasons, he also came in like that. He got clear to drive those, which was Yeah, cool. I mean, driving with one eye, that's a, that's a skill and a half, especially yeah. on the country roads of Lennox Town. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, and... The most interesting thing about that match is the fact that Alexander Darwin McKellen was not pinned in that match. He was taken out of the equation by the very dastardly Scott McManus and his friend Matt Daly. Okay. Because they got duct tape and taped his legs to the ring post. Now, on that (laughs) note, seeing as you brought them up, the working men's club has (laughs) Lennox Town. There, right now. Before I walked out, I heard there's biscuits and um, cups oh, of tea involved. He was sitting. He was Matt Dale was sitting there with a with a with a toaster, not a toaster, a kettle and some rich tea biscuits, sitting drinking a cup of tea ringside. Say <laughs> <laughs> that. Before I walked out, so this was the first match of the second half. Yep. Asked me Faith said to me, "I'm gonna make a challenge for you. Try not to laugh, right?" Oh God. Well, that's uh, a challenge in itself because you always laugh. I know. So I'm a, I announced Kings of Catching, I'm fine. Aspen's doing his best. I'm not budging. There was something with the music, so Aspen goes, Shall we just sing them out with some music? And he starts singing Bob the Builder, right? I almost went there, but I managed <laughs> to hold myself. Right. Managed to hold myself. They come out with tools, their helmets on. They come out with a, they pull a ladder out and they're like health and safety to climb in the ring. Right? 
<laughs> Aspen then steals a ladder. I have to hold the ladder safe for Aspen because I'm mean, a pro like that. Yeah, health and safety. During the match, they go away for their tea break. They go and say, this ring is not safe, health and safety. They bring out a yellow-black tape. Uh, Aspen Faith uses it to trip them both up. Um, but I'm not going to lie, I did lose the Try Not To Laugh. Um, oh, wow. That that, but, that surprises me, Quacko. But I held out. What broke me was uh, they bought out traffic cones and it was put on Scott McManus's head. <laughs> no, it was put on Matt Daly's head, right? And Scott was tri- tied up with his back facing out, tied up against the turnbuckle. Aspen and Lewis grabbed Matt and turned him into a battle ram and battered him into Scott's bum. <laughs> that's, that's what lost me. That's what lost me the bet. Oh, so, dear. yeah, I love Yeah, well, that's how the Working Men's Club decided to take out the 481 day champion. The first and only. It was 400, that was the 481 day reign he had, mm. which is so mega impressive. I mean, I kept annoying Dan saying how it was longer than uh, CM Punk's. You know, uh, longer than CM Punk, like CM Punk was like his favourite, so I was like, ah, it's longer than I was like, he is the best ever. I was like, he is the best in the world, I don't care. He is not Shane McMahon, but Alexander Darwin McAllen has been the best source champion. But we do have a new one. Yeah, we do have a new one. It's funny you say that he wasn't really in the equation at that time. Because yeah. Lennox Town, granted, put the belt on the line against ADM and Luke Matthews. Yes. And Grant pinned ADN clean. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. I didn't know that because I didn't actually attend Lennox Town because so. I did see that, like, because Luke Matthews was going into his match with Alexander Darwin McAllen. It would have been for the championship anyway if yeah. ADM had kept a hold of it. Um, and then that's why I think it was a very, very shock the night before that out of nowhere yeah. Grant McIver who by the way is still doing the wrestling you still do, I mean what a way to prove you're still <laughs> what doing a way to prove you're still doing the wrestling than to than to pin Kieran Kelly and become the new source wrestling champ yeah. I mean he's even got cool t-shirts on it and stuff I know check out Grant McIver on social media if you want to yeah, you can find pur- purchase any of these <laughs> merchandise yeah I'll say purchase make it sound purchase push. but yes. yeah the rumble the rumble. The so rumble. Talk us for it. Talk right. Us for it. So going into this, there was actually only two people that were announced: okay. Xander and Ravy Davy. Okay. Because earlier in the night, there was a two out of three falls match mm-hmm. to determine this final grudge match between Xander and Ravy Davy after the nine months of them battering each other senseless, mm-hmm. right? And it picked up. Xander won two falls to one, right? Okay. Yes. So Ravy Davy had to enter the rumble at number one, and Xander got to enter at number twenty. Okay. So he had the advantage. But in between that, you didn't know who was going to actually enter the Rumble match. So for like, you had two members of KOE. You had both members of KOE come in. Mm-hmm. You had the return of Robert Wishart. You had Ian Skinner. You had Manlin. You had, again, Luke Matthews in his match from earlier on, still battered and bruised. Zero was again in the match. And it was... Again, both the working men's boys, again, were in the match. Griffin and Athena were two other people. Um, and Griffin decided that um, the strength of Athena, by the way, the strength, because he nearly got eliminated and she was just carrying him on her shoulders to get back to the ring and t- 
till he got back in and he got a, he got a limited. That woman is a unit. She, she's scary. Mm. She is scary. She does not get enough credit. No. Um, but that that was basically it. And it went down to the wire. Um, now there was like the four people. I can't exactly remember. It was Kai Williams King. Mm-hmm. Ravy Davy, Xander, and Alexander Durham McKellen were the four people that were left. Okay. And then, so Alexander Durham McKellen and Xander both got eliminated. Mm-hmm. And it came down to one of the boys from KOE and Ravy Davy. Now, I think we can all sort of, like, the Govan, Ravy Davy's home, like, hometown, basically. Yeah. It's like he's from Govan. Well, he's from. He's, he's folklore around there. I'm yes, like, exactly. He is an actual legend from he around is there. there. Like, uh, like we're not stressing here. Like, seriously, just the love, blow. the love for Ravy Davy in yeah. Govan is unbelievable, uh, and like the crowd were like well behind him. Like the wee, the wee, yeah, it's only like <laughs> Davy section as well. And um, so when Kai Williams King eventually got eliminated. Mm-hmm. Like you, you probably would have saw all the pictures that were on Facebook of like the kids were going mental, oh. like actually nearly jumping over the table, nearly getting in the ring. It was like there was kids running from all directions, jumping over the tables to get in with a picture with Ravy Davy at the end of this. But then Ravy started, uh, Ravy Davy started getting attacked by King, uh, by Koe. But you'll never guess what happened. What happened? Xander came back to save him. Wow. Yes. So the Govan team are officially back together and you can probably, what will probably happen, you'll probably have KOE versus the Govan team somewhere down the line because it was after nine months of them torturing each other mm-hmm. and it was good to see the, the, the Govan team come back together and again, the wee, the wee young lads and girls of Govan were ecstatic. Never seen happier people. I can imagine. No. It brought a tear to my eye. We can't stress enough much you should just go uh, and I love a govern show. Like I said, my boyfriend had never been to one and he says that he he was so impressed with the atmosphere and it takes a lot to impress him when it comes to a wrestling show. <laughs> it really does, unless it's New Japan. It's just meh. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you this one right now. Atmosphere and the uh, Fairfield Miners Club would trump Tokyo Dome. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, 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 it's a bold statement, but I'll, I'll say it anyway. I've said. I mean, the kids are enough to to get the cheeky chance as well mm-hmm. but you can't just take our word for it you need to come down and I'm pretty sure it is the 28th of February of next year I'm pretty sure that's when the next Govan show yep. is date for your diaries date for your diary if I'm not right then I apologise but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they have it penciled in for the 28th of February mm-hmm. definitely a Friday it's definitely going to be a Friday night get, get booked get booked get booked off and it's, it's a leap year, so 29th it's until Saturday. You're fine. Now, the next show that uh, Source Wrestling have got is on the 30th, and that's a Saturday afternoon show at half one, and it's at the Source Wrestling School in Polk Shaws. Yes, it's an orange show. Yep, so it's only £5 on the door. No match has been announced no. yet. But, um, like, if you've not been to Source Wrestling School, like the matches are just amazing. What they put on is just like there. Somebody actually said, like also I do announce at source. Somebody actually said to Mikey, and I heard the guy say, he said, "I feel like I'm stealing Robin off you guys because five pounds is so cheap for what I get, mm-hmm. and it's so true. I mean, obviously it's not robbing us, but it's just like, like 
just with the shows that they all put on they don't half arse or anything they go all in on mm-hmm. it and see so just going to the source racing school you see the pictures around of like trainee the like, former trainees and yes. stuff and i'm not going to spoil the names but i'm sure you know the names of the people but you see some of the pictures up there and it's just so cool you see you go oh there was there's the way there's so much for spoilers yeah so <laughs> nikki cross is a former trainee at source yes. you've also got the likes of jackie polo joe hendry joe coffee yeah you've got so many people even big demo actually demo. Big Demo, who is Killian Dane in NXT, he actually used to own and run the school before Mikey Whiplash took over. And it's just the names. I mean, Finn Balor helps train at that school as well. So many fantastic names have come through Source. I, I know you said you were going to spoil it, but you went, yeah. there's me, Nikki. I went, ah, fuck it, let's just go for it. <laughs> right, so yeah, Nikki Storm. See, if you train at Source, you could become like the next Nikki Storm. Yeah, and when you see the... When you- that's gonna sound weird, but when you go to the toilet and you see some of the old posters up, yes, it's just so cool. Oh, it's awesome! It's just so cool. So yeah, do check that out. That is Source Wrestling. Tickets are available on the door for that one. So do check them out. Righty, oh, so that has been the end of the shows there. Our titleist Scottish Wrestling Indie something show. Yeah, the <laughs> as yet are tight, but. I'm sure throughout this show, if you've reached this point, <laughs> if you've not gotten sick of shit, you, you've probably heard a really banging tune in the background, which is the trance remix of Braveheart. That Sarah jumped at her seat when she heard it. She loved it that much. She oh, approved it. Totally. Not, not that I railroaded it down, but I just do lo- it, do it, do it. It's like, oh my god, you're giving me a migraine. Fine, Quacker. So we've come to the section where we got the Braveheart of the Month, where we basically pick out uh, male and female wrestlers um, who have been our Braveheart, so kind of like our Wrestler of the Month. But we just followed. <laughs> That's the only thing we could decide on because of the <laughs> I mean, at least we came to like, a conclusion on that. They are the Braveheart. Yes. So, Sarah. Have you got two brave hearts? I do have two brave hearts. Go for it. So I'll start off with my male brave heart, and I'm going to go with Ian Skinner. Nice. He is my brave heart of the month. I mean, you've got to just look at his credentials. I mean, he's getting big props from people even down south because he drove hours and hours just to referee a show at a last minute notice. Wow. And he's he's now got um a debut at Gonzo under his belt mm-hmm. and he had to return at the most recent ICW show as well against Luca De Pazzi. Yes, he was in a losing effort, but Ian Skinner is one to watch. You know something I will say on that? One one thing about making your debut, it can be quite difficult to get your name over mm-hmm. to get people chanting it. But when people start chanting clench your jaw, oh, which yeah. is your gimmick, you've won. Yeah boy! One. Who doesn't have, like everyone like Ian Skinner? That is that's my mm. male Braveheart of the month. Okay, and who is your second? Ooh, now my female one mm-hmm. might be hard, but and I'm, I do apologise because I'm probably going to steal yours. But it is Angel Hayes is nice. my Braveheart of the month. She's come on leaps and bounds. I mean, there's still plenty. For her to work on and improve on but she is 18 years old she's only been wrestling for three years that is there's miles and miles of opportunity still waiting for her 
I mean, she's a former champion at Shield Pro Wrestling down south. She made her ICW debut a couple of months ago. And then her Fear and Loathing debut. Yeah. Just at the weekend when teaming with Sire Brookside to take on Kaylee Ray and Viper. I mean, you don't get much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. At the age of 18 as well. Like... There we go. Still plenty of stuff for her as well. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to go places. You actually stole it right there from me. So, yeah... My female Braveheart is Angel Hayes for all the above you just said. Now, my male Braveheart, you know what? Because the story touched me a lot, I'm going to say Michael Chase. Ah. Yeah. So, um, he's, pro- he's probably going to thank me and rub me in the back for <laughs> that. That, that. That man torments me in the back. <laughs> so yeah, Michael, Michael Chase is just check out his story. It's just amazing. The things that he's a true unsung hero of Scottish wrestling. So definitely, yeah, Michael Chase is my braveheart of the month. So yes, folks, that has been the first show of the unnamed title show. That is totally about Scottish wrestling that we don't know what to call it. Yes. Hopefully by episode two we will have a name for it. But it means Luckily this is what monthly, bi weekly. Yeah. I mean <laughs> let's be honest, let's be real, we'll be having this discussion next year. <laughs> Quacker, we still haven't figured out a name yet. It's been a it's been a year. At least we both decided on the music together and that was a joint Totally, de- that totally. Was a, that was a joint decision. That, that was an extreme joint decision. I'm, I, ca- I can't imagine anything else. I know. We've never so agreed on something like that before. Nah, it's just, I shocked him. I was like, yes, that is a yeah. yeah no. Um, so next time, Sarah will be hosting. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to do this whole thing of alternating the host just to kind of keep it fresh I suppose don't pick who you like best because I know I won't win what are you kidding me are you kidding well you know what after how about like after we do like two or three shows each we'll ask them who's your favourite so far yeah. I mean it's just us I mean why not eh? it's fine it's not like it's like Ross or something it's fine let's be honest you're gonna win that anyway I picked the music so I won that <laughs> I mean no sorry that was a joint decision no a total joint decision I don't was... know what you're talking about Quacker <laughs> so that, uh, make sure you keep subscribed uh, join us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at Suplex Retweet make sure you join in the conversation join our Facebook community group page we've got over 300 listeners and people on there and they just talk about wrestling yeah. and general bats because yes. nobody says banter anymore apparently it's all for the bants all for the bants but you've also got to remember to keep giving us your money as well oh yeah give us your money <laughs> give us your money please and that voice and <laughs> that voice I didn't mean to do it I swear and <laughs> that voice man <laughs> If you don't know, check out Turn the Fat. I will send you a link to that. And also check out our Grace Hill Tour show where I actually I just give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, this is why I am not allowed out of the house. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> Seems next week's show will be in Sarah's living room. Right. <laughs> I have been Quackaraji. I have been Sarah Grieve. Thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the f*** you think you're doing, whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d***.
tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the f*** you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now.